0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff from the CyberPro Podcast back with another episode. Today, my extra special blurry guest is Sandra Stibbards, the CEO and president of Camelot Investigation. She's going to tell us a little bit about open source intelligence training. And with that, Sandra, good morning. Please tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Hey Jeff, thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, it's open source intelligence as a tool that I use as a financial fraud investigator. I've been a financial fraud investigator for 30 years and I've had my company for almost 27 years now. I was just fortunate that uh, all the different types of work that I do, basically snowballed into an evolving moment where I created an open source intelligence training about 12 to 13 years ago. And I have been speaking on it and training on it around the world ever since. And I'm just so excited that I'm doing that. And I'm looking forward to being able to bring a piece of that to the Pacific ha- Hackers Conference.
0: Yay. Let's get, back. Let's get back to that one in a second. Uh, 27 years. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, share with us In that journey, what has been the most fascinating aspect about being not only an experienced cyber professional, but also seeing it from the viewpoint of a CEO, of an entrepreneur?
1: Well, it's kind of of threefold for me because being the head of my own company and it's just me and nobody else... It's been an opportunity for me to be able to reach out to different industries and for them to see me in a light that I might not have expected previously, because coming from the financial fraud industry, then coming into the cyber world due to my OSINT has really altered my world. So the second piece of it that's made it so interesting is knowing that I'm meeting all these cyber professionals and these are these people that are incredibly techie, and I am not. I am bringing the human aspect of it because being in the techie world, people don't realize you can have all the tech and then still mess it up on the human side. So then the third part of it really is just being able to get involved in the cyber world on its own because I've always wanted to be a part of it. And to know that although I'm not techie and I've been invited to be involved, makes me really feel like I'm doing something to help everyone out there.
0: That is a common thread amongst those of us who do what we do, helping other people in in large part, because sometimes they don't even fully comprehend the the thin ice that they're on. And financial fraud is something that is only getting bigger. Um, Let's talk about that one for a second. In your practice, uh, where where are you coming from? Is it on the consumer level? Is it B two B? Is it large enterprise companies? Uh, where 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 are you and what's your vector?
1: My vector is, I like that word vector, by the way, Uh, it's all about law firms where they have litigations. Most of it's civil litigation on the federal side or the state level side. Sometimes it can cross over into the criminal side as well. And then of course, you know, with the financial fraud, it always becomes criminal as it is. And then the other aspect, I work for large corporations as well. In my world, I do not work for the general public and I only work on referral. So if somebody's reaching out to me for the, my assistance, whether it's in the financial fraud, counterintelligence, business espionage, it could be related to corporate due diligences, could be brand protection, all of these things are in the intel world. But again, because it's such sensitive information that I work on and develop, I only work for law firms, for litigations and corporations that may be dealing with situations or prepping for mergers and acquisitions. So it's a very niche market that I'm in. And with that in mind, the OSINT piece of it is a one is that tool that I use to do my job so much better for all of them, and it makes it very thorough. So I love that you asked me, you know, which part of the industries I work in. I appreciate that.
0: Mergers and acquisitions, uh, that is definitely a very compelling niche. And uh, hey, niche works. Niche um, does. So let's layer the OSINT piece back into it. Um, What about the open source intelligence training would you like to share with our community from both advice and insights?
1: Absolutely. When it comes to the cyber world, what I bring to that and what I want everybody to know about is the human aspect because like I mentioned earlier, the techie piece is very important, but what I bring to this and what I want people to know about, there are things that you can do to protect yourself from any kind of vulnerabilities. I teach people on the aspect of not leaving a digital footprint, making sure that they're using secure browsers, make sure they're on a VPN, using a virtual machine, protecting themselves through end-to-end encrypted emails if you're trying to send something back and forth. I teach people no clicking on anything and it's not just emails, no clicking. But there are all these little tips and tricks that I cover at the beginning of my full OSINT training to really remind people how vulnerable we are no matter how much tech we have protecting our computer and no matter how much tech we have you know, protecting our servers. It's the human element or the human risk that is going to destroy everything. So there are basic little things you can do to make sure that you don't end up with that ransomware. Make sure that you're not inviting an intrusion into your system. And these are all based on the human aspect, which is the side that I come from. And that's the OSINT piece of it, of the security and privacy.
0: Once heard not once. I've heard it multiple times, said it in a different way, but the weakest link in the security layers that we're all placing between us and the bad guys is the dumb person typing on the keyboard. <laughs> us.
1: Okay. okay. Now that's funny. I actually <laughs> refer to it as the weakest link Uh, the human element is the weakest link. I guess I'm saying it in a nicer way, but I like that you said it that way. That is way too funny. I may have to steal that line.
0: (laughs) Steal it all because nobody can see you anyway. (laughs) I
1: know. Well, we have to keep myself under wraps. I, I know that people are probably wondering why I'm blurred, but part of my world is I work undercover. Everything I do is undercover. And therefore there's sometimes I'm in crowds and I don't want my face to be recognized as well. So we just work. Work really hard on maintaining my anonymity and you could see you know kind of what i look like but at least somebody can't use facial recognition and try and switch it back when it's blurred like this
0: yeah anonymity is is something that we have less and less of these days and uh, absolutely anything that we can do to to mitigate somebody using something that we have against us is is the name of the game so thank you for that those insights
1: you're welcome um
0: Let's end on a positive note, right? Okay. Like we all do what we do because we want to help others, because we want to alert them of potential things that might happen to them that they don't even know about. So share a story with us uh, of something that that has happened in the past where, I mean, it could have been a super small thing, right? But it was something that would just really helped somebody and made a difference in their life. And, and honestly, it's a reminder to all of us this is why we do what we do love to hear a story
1: yeah you know i've helped a lot of companies and so forth avoid hiring the wrong person and there's one there's one one client of mine who's actually a colleague and a friend as well they own a business and i showed them how the difference is when it comes to doing proper due diligence as opposed to just doing one of those simple nationwide criminal searches on somebody. And it was amazing to me to see that the protecting of the company came into, into play by utilizing social media, using all the tools and digging deep and investing just a little bit in their company to protect them from the big Problem later. So it's actually a generic way to approach your question, but it, the ones that stick with me the most are honestly not the heavy hitting embezzling cases and the counterfeiting cases. It's really the ones that relate to corporate due diligences where they give me a CV on a person and I don't even look at the CV. I grab their identifiers and then I dig to the underbelly to find those pieces to make sure that they don't arise later and cause the company problems such as finding somebody that's a high level international CEO that when I dug into him, found a whole other identity that he was living under. And the last thing you wanted was his nefarious activity from adult sites and so forth showing up. And it's something like that, that protected them. So I know that's different than me teaching them to protect themselves online, but that That is the kind of story that I like to tell people. Invest in your business to protect yourself from either having problems later or just the big time embezzlement that could happen two or three years from now or over a five or 10-year period. Hire somebody that actually knows how to look for these things, somebody that specializes in OSINT and fraud. That will help you protect your business,
0: your people, and all your activity. Wow. I'm stuck on the word nefarious. And I'm going to drill down on that one for a bonus question if you're okay.
1: Okay. I'm fine with that.
0: So, you touched on something that's really personable, right? Personable and personal. When it comes to the history of new hires and the inability for a CV or a federal criminal pass that costs
1: $59 uh,
0: to tell us anything about that person, Um, how important is it for us to really drill down? to better understand a person based on their activities online?
1: It, it'll save your company, it'll save whether it's your small business, whether it saves you personally, even if you're getting involved with somebody, it is a game changer because you just don't know the other side of a person. Somebody shows up, does their interviews, knows how to interview, does their job great, is all good. CV says everything. The problem is you don't know what they're doing outside of that business. You also don't know if they've been planted there as a mole. There are so many different categories. So having somebody professional that is used to dealing with these scenarios can absolutely find the way to dig deeper than most people do. It's not searching in a Google box or a Bing box. Mm -hmm. It is actually thinking outside of the box, which is one of my cliches in my trainings, teaching people to change the thought process and opening up your mind in a way where you're digging in places you wouldn't think. That is what I bring to the table and help people realize it's not the things that you can see. That's, I don't care about that. You can look at that and it's easy. I, I need to be digging in places where they have a second identity, where they have alter egos, the cyber world is filled with it and you know you see it in the dark net but guess what, you see it in just the regular deep web as well. And people create these alter egos and identities, they're very difficult to find, and unless you know how to do it and behave like the criminal or the bad guy or the nefarious individual you're not gonna find it. So that's part of the whole deal. And yeah, nefarious is a very good word because a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of adult websites, dating sites, other things out there that do a lot more than just the basic dates and so forth. And there's a lot of other cyber activity with regards to financial activities and fraudulent activities that can be located as well. So it's really important to protect your business and you personally, having somebody that knows how to look for these things in the right way.
0: Thank you for sharing. That's a longer conversation. Sandra Stibberts, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for watching the CyberPro podcast. Make sure to like and follow us so you don't miss any new podcasts or content.